Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Te quiero ver. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, this your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hello? Hey, T.K. What's going on, lady? Listen, I've been meaning to call you, but I get so many um, people. By the time I thought about you, weeks had gone by. (laughs) <laughs> and when you hit me today, I said, oh, shit, I forgot to call her. So what's going on, honey? You got a cheetah, huh? Well, I, I, yes, a cheetah in... No, not you. Oh, I, you cheated too. Okay. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, good. No, I put, that, I put that lifestyle behind me. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's... I just come to realize that he just needs to be a hero for other women. Uh-huh. And I think that's just a part of his character. I think okay, he needs to. So take to. me back to the beginning, right? You said you met this guy, you've been together, but you did the worst mistake, though. You know that, right? You've got to move in with you. Yeah, but it gets even worse than that. Okay, I mean, now I don't... Let's, take, let's, go, let's go from there and we go to it gets worse than that part. And we go back from there. Okay, so, well, the recent thing was I found him texting this young lady mm-hmm. um, that he's known since his childhood. Right. And um, I thought, I've been aware of her, you know. I I just know that they was friends. Mm-hmm. But he has had some issues with being unfaithful, and we worked through them and got back together. And then there was little things that was popping up, like pictures of other women in his phone, uh-huh. and, you know, I addressed them, and then, you know, it's not nothing. I would just send it to my boys, which I was reading in text messages. He was sending it to the boys, but still, why are you doing that? Uh-huh, but uh-huh. this last one was just the last straw. I mean, um, at first it seemed like it was an innocent conversation. You know, her mother was sick. And she was she was keeping him abreast of because apparently they kind of grew up together. Right. Um, and then he went into the bathroom to take a shower and he left his eye his um <laughs> eye watch on the uh-huh. thing. And I wasn't even going to check it because I was right. like, "You've been doing good," but I just rolled over and checked it and I read the text messages and it was all about you know this is what I want to do to you and. I can't wait to see you. I'm going to have my sidekick with me, so I might have to sneak away. Uh-huh. All this stuff. And I'm like, sidekick? And I sat on the edge of the bed, and I thought about it. I said, hmm, how do I want to react? Because at this point, I'm done. Right. I didn't caught you a couple of times. I could go off. I could be 
you know, it's a Monday morning. We both got to go to work. I'm going to do this. So I sat on the edge of the bed, and he came back in the bedroom, and I asked him, I said, do you love me? And he looked me in my face and said, of course I do. And I'm holding his hand. And I said, he's He's so dramatic. I know. Uh-huh, you're <laughs> okay, go ahead. I am. I But I needed him to hold my hand because I didn't know how I was going to react. And I'm shaking and I'm upset. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I see your text messages. And I said, you just broke my heart. Uh-huh. And, of course, I'm very sensitive when it comes to him. Right. Anybody else, I would have been like, cause I'm a nigga out. I've been uh-huh. with it, but with him, I, I feel deeply for him. Right. And so, of course, I broke down crying. I was like, I'm done. I just, I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to be the best woman I can be. You know, yeah, I got some things I can work on. I can be a little bit more sexier and all that stuff. But I'm here. I'm supportive. Mm-hmm. You know. So. I carried myself on the work after we had that conversation. I was like, we'll talk when I get home. Right. Um, I don't want to hear from you the rest of the day. And I got to work, and unfortunately, I work with um, my manager who is, I work in the banking industry, but she's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And right. she picked up on my spirit. And uh, she pulled me to the side, like, what's going on? And usually I'm very private, but mm-hmm. I had to break. You know, she was like, oh, so, oh. so you started crying around her too? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so dramatic. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> 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 so she was like, go. Go get some water. I can, the rest I of the can day laugh off. about it now because I'm like, I'm over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bothering you. I'm sorry. But, ahead, um, so I came home, rested, and then I was. When I woke up, I was like, I got to get him out of here. I mean, we got to just separate. So I've been playing nice. His birthday was the last week. Took him out. You know, we had our conversation like, this is what's going to happen. But um, let's just Did you fuck for his birthday, though? No. Oh, okay. So, no, I haven't missed one since. Okay. That incident. Mm-hmm. Um, mind you, we had the. When I texted you, we was on our back, way back from Ohio. Um, the young lady, we ended up going to see the young lady because her mother was, was dying. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that it was a, a high dynamic. Like I was being respectful because I know the situation, but right. this is the chick you you was texting, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I kept that to myself, and unfortunately, the woman did pass. Uh, she passed not even six days after we visited her. Right. So now we're at that point. He's actually going back to Ohio um, next week mm-hmm. to go to the funeral. Of course, I'm not right. going. Of course. Um, but I know that gives opportunity. Absolutely. But that's irrelevant to me because I'm done. Right. So today we had a conversation, like I said, that we was able to speak calmly. And um, I said, I need to know when you're out. And so he needs, he said he needs to make some arrangements. He might be moving back to the state he moved from when he moved in with me. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's fine. Just let me, just let me know. I don't want. So why to can't he move out? 
So why can't he move out now? Um, I guess money. See, that's the thing that when I talk in my show and I talk to people, I talk about how dumb guys are. They're cheating on a woman, don't have nowhere to go, don't have no money, but yet they want you to um, feel the pain and still allow them to live there. And they've crossed the line. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So this is one of those type of situations that you really can't be, you can't be nice. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is it's, a, it's like a contract. It's like a policy. You know, you, you crossed me. I had you in my place. The trust is gone. So let the bitch that you was texting um, put you up. And this is the thing that I try to tell them. If you're going to be a player, stay single, and you ain't got to answer to no damn body. But if you're going okay. to move in with a woman and she gives you her trust, her place to live, you eating up the grocery things that you might be contributing, you know, you got in-house pussy on a regular basis, in-house head, and yet you still want to text another woman that can't do nothing for you. It doesn't make no damn sense. And he should have just left you alone. Yeah. And I, and I, when this stuff has came up before, like, um, there was, like I said, there's been a couple of other incidents that came up, you know. And the thing that gets me is that I'm pretty open-minded. Like yeah. I said, we've we're got an age difference. I'm younger than he is. And mm-hmm. I've been in open relationships. I've been you know, in relationships where, like, well, these are certain things I want, but you're not really giving me everything, so I like to have that leeway today. I've been in those type of situations. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty livable about, you know, okay, if this is what it's going to be, I can understand it. But it's, with him, it's like, no, I want you. I can't send somebody else to touch you and all this stuff. But yet you want to go and do this. And I asked you, I said, if you ever saw me do anything of this, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. And you would not be this nice. You would not still be in the same space as, as me. The thing power. about men's psychology, that I want men to stop lying to themselves. What I mean by that is don't lie to put yourself in a situation. If you're going to be a whole-ass nigga, be a whole ass nigga. You fucking bitches are doing your thing, but don't lie to the female mm-hmm. and tell the female what he told you. See, most guys are not strong enough to when a woman says, "Oh, well, let's have an open relationship. You could date other women, not date other guys. Shit, we can even do a threesome." And a nigga like, "No, nah, I don't want to do that." I like, "Nah, nigga, that's how you presenting it." Mm-hmm. And if that's how you're presenting it, presenting it, then that's what you should do. I'm not into that lifestyle. That's not what I do. What's important to me is making sure that men understand not to leave women on like yourself, especially if you ain't got nowhere to live, especially if you got to ask a female, baby, I know I got caught, but can I have a couple more weeks before I move out? So now this man's going to lay in bed with you. If you're still partially left, but here's what's going to happen. A couple of weeks going to go by. The human mind forgives so easily. And you dramatic. You see a lot of movies. 
So as soon as he put that dick on you again, it's going to lead to another week. Then it's going to lead to another month. Then it's going to be a year. Then you're going to see him cheating again, and then you're going to lose it. You might hurt him. And what I want you to do is really just tell him that um, his shit going to be outside. And the reason why I want you to do that is because I want to start explaining to men that have your shit together mm-hmm. before you start fucking with these females. Have your shit together. And you got to know who you're fucking, baby. Mm-hmm. See, the problem with society, y'all don't know who you're fucking. And when you don't know who you're fucking, it ends up like this. One, if you ever meet a man and he ain't got his own spot, that ain't the nigga to fuck with. You're a grown woman. I would ne- My daughter's better. I never fuck with a dude that ain't got his own spot once they get a press certain age. Never. I'll smack my daughter's side of that motherfucking head if they try <laughs> some shit like that. I'm, I'm for real, too. You know and, how to um, yeah, so women, you got to know who you're fucking. You got to you got to check a man out, his way he speaks, the way he talks, how he moves. Does he have a good job? Does he have benefits? And you got to really ask a nigga what's his intentions. You know how when the president runs for election, he goes from state to state telling people his platform, what he wants to do for the American people. Well, a man when he meets a woman, will tell her what he's willing to do for her. And it's up to the woman to pay attention to everything that he says. Not over his head, not over his head, because it's not um, um, a probation officer. You're not a, you're not a probation officer, yeah. and this is not the state. You just want to pay attention because people who are successful do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And people who bullshit and don't execute. And these are things you gotta look for, but definitely you gotta have a nigga with his own spot, and you gotta go to his house. Mm-hmm. See, you can't bring a nigga to your house and he's fucking on your sheets and other kind of shit. No, you go to his house. So now here's my game plan for you: when this dude leaves and you start fucking again, when guys come to your house and he pulls up in his car and he brings his suitcase, tell him to leave that in the car. Mm-hmm. She's going to say, well, I said, yeah, you got to leave your suitcase in the car. Now, you can go every day and get some items out. I just don't want you to feel comfortable <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> coming in my damn house. So leave that in the car, and in the morning you can you can bring your toothbrush and your toothpaste in, but tomorrow you can go back to your vehicle and get um, a shirt, pair of jeans, underwear, et cetera. But I just don't allow suitcases in my car. I know nobody's going to go for that shit, but I just think it's funny. <laughs> I, I, I get the point, though. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got to stop letting these guys in your home. Mm-hmm. And, and to the women listening across the world, I hope that you listen to me and see. And like the Rob Kardashian situation, mm-hmm. you know, um, he didn't know who he was fucking. And even though you got to give Black China her props for playing a nigga, because that's what she was doing from the gate. Everybody saw that coming. He just didn't see it coming. And he fell in love. Ain't nothing like pulling the, you thinking it's the baddest chick in the game, and your money's strong, and you go out and buy a bitch a watch, buy a bitch a Rolls Royce, because you come from baller status. Mm -hmm. And then come around, and you find out that the girl used you, he's going to be all right. It's just a phenomenal yeah, he just got a, it's just a life lesson. I just wish he'll call me, to be honest with you, 
So I could put them up on game on how to handle her because mm-hmm. she'll lower it up and everything. But what Rob Kardashian needs to do is take her to court. He takes her to court and takes her to court and um, go for custody to get his kid mm-hmm. and strip her down to her lace wig. That way, if the baby stays with him, he doesn't mm-hmm. have to give her child support. Even if the judge say uh, joint custody, he still wins. He still doesn't have to give the baby as much as he's got to give her because mm-hmm. he's not married to her. Right. Thank God he didn't marry her. Mm-hmm. Thank God he didn't marry. He didn't marry that woman. All I'm concerned with is the kids and the family. You know, I hope she grows up soon that this doesn't affect her children, that they grow up to be um, just assholes in society. Right. You know, because looking at the way she moves, I don't, I, at least I don't think so. I'm not sure she's not a fit mom to raise children. Mm-hmm. You know, she's on Snapchat showing her why she's pushing to survive. She thinks mm-hmm. that she's balling because she's fucking different niggas, but I'm, I'll tell her these niggas just fucking you. Right. That's it. You know they just get the right now. Yeah. But she's not even hot. She's just something to do. That's all. She's just something to do. And with these young kids today, not having a structure, not having fathers, no one to teach them, they really think they're doing something by laying on top of it. But if any man I know that's Sex in Black China. They need to go get tested yeah. and make sure. And, and I'm not talking about looking for a venereal disease. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about looking for bacteria infection. See, a lot of people forget about bacteria mm-hmm. infection. Yeah, and back, yeah. right, you know, you get bacteria, and she needs to get tested because if she let niggas nut in her without condoms, yeah, venereal disease, HIV, but there's another thing called cervical cancer that mm-hmm. she can get. And women don't understand that when you let different niggas nutting you, those are the chances and those are the things that are going to happen to you. And mm-hmm. you wonder when you're older, oh, shit, how the fuck did that happen? Bitch, it happened because you let different niggas nutting you and you didn't take precautions. And that's the crazy thing, huh? Yeah, because I saw you there. I said, oh, man, I forgot to call this sister and get back. But you're doing the right thing, babe, but you got to yeah. put them out. And he's going. He's definitely going. Um, no, when he goes to Ohio, mm-hmm. when he goes to Ohio, ask him his address that he's going to and send all his stuff there, COD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gangster. I'm telling you. <laughs> you got to set an example, huh? I do. I do. And that's harsh, but you know what? It has to happen. But this is the thing, though. I mean, I would do that if he had just little stuff here. But we've been together for four years. We've been living together for two. We just got in this house maybe in October. Okay, so can you handle and, the bills without him? Oh, yeah. I, from the get-go, when I, I was approved for way more than what I got, but I decided to go for something that I could afford on my own. in case Because I knew we hadn't gotten married. We had, right. We were Smart still girl. having some ups and downs. And I wanted him to be able to walk away or him get kicked out, and then I can handle this on my own. That's right. That's a, good, that's a smart move. His so name is not leaves, on anything. Smart. 
So when he leaves, put his shit in storage and send him the bill. I can't do that. That I can't do. Yeah, put it in storage and change your lock on your door. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do because you got to say to yourself, you know what, baby, I love you, but I love me more. Yeah. And that's what this is about. I love you, but I love me more. Self-dignity, self-respect. Mm-hmm. So far, you got your life together, you got good credit, you got a home. He was not bringing nothing to the table. He doesn't even have money to move out of a home if a crisis comes. It's so meaning, even if you got ill, right, mm-hmm. you can get your place back because he lives there. Right. And he's not married to you. And no disrespect, you know, I'm not a hater. If he called me, I would I would explain to him how to maneuver. It's just so happy you called me, so I, I got to give you the best advice. This is a loss for you. This is a, you, you, you got to cut your losses now. Yeah. Because he will benefit so much if something happened to you. And if you got sick, he can't cover the bills. That's true. That's true. I was sitting up here like a month ago getting all my affairs together, um, trying to determine who I was going to, like, if something was to happen to me, mm-hmm. to get my stuff. And, I mean, my dad is my person, but I was thinking about moving that to my brother. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course he was like, well, what about me? Because I'm here. And I was like, we ain't married. So That's right. You can't, you can't be considered. And for him to even say that is wrong. Ugh. I don't even like that nigga. He's a user. He is a user. He's a manipulator, too. Yeah, he's a user, babe. Nah, and, so, and now I, that I see, like, recently, like, like I said, I see that he needs to be have attention, you know, mm-hmm. from other females. Right. Like, yeah, he goes he, into the earth for other females, whether he he, he just needs to be the, in that person for them. Right. And I've talked to him about that before in our relationship, and I was like, wait a minute, who's, who's your woman, me or your pastor or your your good friend? Or Wait a minute, who's, who's the, the number one here? Mm-hmm. And now, like today, I came home from work because he, he kind of works remotely from home sometimes. Right. Um, since he's been with me, he has gotten a good, like, the best hand job, a job that he loves to do. Like uh-huh. I said, we, he has really upgraded right. being with me, you know. Understand, understand. And I'm like, when I walked up and you're like, oh, I got your food ready and all this stuff, and I'm like, I didn't even ask you for all of that. Mm-hmm. So we barely on speaking terms right now, but let me go in the house, let me settle myself, and I'll come back out on the porch and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I don't want to argue. I don't want to fuss. I just need to know when you're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And that is, excuse me, why well, I got this go- Well, so whatever you got going on, you handle that. That's your issue. This is where I am right now. We've been sleeping in separate bedrooms. I don't oh, want man. Him. I don't want him. You know, I keep it cordial, mm-hmm. you know. Because that's not in my spirit to be, you know, every single time you walk past me, I got to grit my teeth. Right. But I need my space. I need to have my house peaceful. Yeah, and, and when he leaves, you got to light candles in your house. Yeah. As soon as he leaves, you light some candles in your house. Mm-hmm. Some frankincense, some myrrh. I need, I need to yeah, burn all what, that through the house. Because what people need to understand, your home is is, is your heaven, is your safe ha- haven. 
You have the that's the place that you go out you go out and fight the world, but when you come home that gotta be your peace of mind. It's where you can do you can think and have all the love and peace in your life. Right. So the way to move on is to and we already see what he is. I don't know I don't need to know his name. Don't want to know nothing about him because there's a lot of men in the world who are like this guy, right? And what I want men to understand, stop using these women, have your shit together before you kick with these ladies. So what you do is you wait till he leaves. Wait till he's nice. Going. Matter of fact, you start this week and just looking for storage because the first month is only a dollar. Remember this. <laughs> it's only a dollar. And you want to tell him that you want to put two names on it, your name and his name. And you want to take your name off, though. In about a week, you ain't got time in your personal business. You know, you just say, oh, I'm just doing this for a friend because he's out of town. It was a death in the family. That's what you tell the person at the store. You have all, everything he owns, you just put it in plastic bags and put it in storage. And before he leaves, say, uh, baby, where are you going to be staying? Because I just want to send you guys a card or something and just send you something. And you write him a note. Mm-hmm. And you put the key from the storage and the address and the business card. And so your things is at this location, and I really wish you well. And change your phone number. Okay. Yeah, change your phone number and change your locks on your door. That's what you said. He's going to have to come back to this house. Why? Because he has two vehicles here. He's taking one, of course, to travel, but he he has another one. Yeah, you can move the vehicle. That's easy. You can find location and put the vehicle. That's not a problem. I mean, it's a motorcycle, and I don't drive. I don't ride a motorcycle. Yeah, you get one of your friends or somebody to take the motorcycle and also put that in storage as well. Okay. Yeah, you put it right in storage. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got no problems. I don't see any, I don't see no problem. Now, if you can't do this, you're setting yourself up for him to redo what he did. I'm just letting yeah, you know. I'm I'm out of this game. I'm out of it. And I, stay I can single. Yeah, good. Stay single for about two years. Rest for about six, seven months. And I want you to start picking dick. What I mean by mm-hmm. that is, if you see a guy you like at a hotel room and you fuck him. And you're like, you know what, I'm going to call you, so I'm just busy. I go, and you pick and choose when you want to fuck instead of women doing it the other, other way. Like, right. That's what I was doing before. <laughs> yeah. Just do that, hon. And, get your, and make sure you pick somebody that you like. Make sure you use mm-hmm. your condom. Fuck the hell out of him that he just loses his mind. But you can't catch feelings. you got to right. stay strong. you got to be like, you know what I'm doing? I'd rather have peace of mind. I got my own home. I'm comfortable. I'm successful. I'm gonna go out and get me a little dick this weekend. Have some drinks, et cetera, et cetera. Fuck somebody real good, and bam, gone. Mhm. You know, you could. And it's nothing wrong with texting. Hey, how you doing, cutie? <laughs> Being a little bit in front of him, keep it right. How you doing? Well, let me cutie? ask you this. Uh-huh. What is your um? perspective on this. I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm getting to mm-hmm. closer to 40. Oh, you're younger. Yeah, but I do have the desire to be a mother and have children. 
What is your um, well, on women doing it on their own? I think it'll be the greatest thing you can do. And that's where I have in my book, Who Raised You? I think I'm going to do mm-hmm. something like that. I'm going to tell somebody, the world, to do something like that because we live in a society now where nobody wants to be responsible. We live in a society now that men run from commitments. They run from doing the right thing. And men chase ass and women chase dick before they realize who they fucking. So you find the right guy you want to fuck and make sure that, you know, you they, they listen. I'll sign these papers, but I'm pregnant, and I don't want nothing from you unless you want to be in a child's life and keep it moving. And that's the... That's the direction I'm thinking of going in. Yeah, you're going to have um, peace of mind. You ain't going to worry about nobody cheating on you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry right. to interrupt you. You ain't going to worry about cheating on you. You ain't going to worry about no nigga asking. You ain't going to worry about asking no nigga for no child support. Right. I call it giving a gift to the world. I believe that someone gave you life, and if you can give somebody life without the headaches, you might as well go that route. And that's my suggestion. I want the greatest gift I can give people in my interviews is that I hope I can lead them towards having peace of mind. It's the greatest gift I can give anybody. And if this gives you peace of mind from putting them out, this gives you peace of mind for having a child without the guy and you move it on your own, I'm telling you, it's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened for you. Yeah, and that's one thing I have to say that before he came into my life again, because we dated 15 years ago, mm-hmm. um, lost touch with each other and came back into contact four years ago. That's one thing I did have was peace. Now when yes, he comes back, it you know it did disrupt things, but I and I can't sit here and say he was totally bad in the relationship because we did have some great times. We, mm-hmm. we do have some good moments, really good moments, but it's just that aspect of he can't he, he can't hold it up to his own standards. Yeah, but and he doesn't. He can't do nothing my, for you, babe. He's a it. nice guy. He's probably a nice guy. He's a womanizer and that's life. But he can't do nothing for you. Mm-hmm. He should be paying the mortgage. If he was paying the mortgage, right, his name could be on the, the, mm-hmm. on, on the deed. If he pays the mortgage, but he I got a motorcycle. Yeah, I made him pay yeah. the inside bills, and I paid the mortgage. Yeah, he, he's riding a motorcycle with a shirt off, picking up other women <laughs> like he's balling. I already know what he's doing. He out there riding the most like a musical one. Hey, That's doing? what he's doing right now, actually. I don't, I, I, I don't even know him, but I know exactly <laughs> what's going down. And you're gonna, you when you do this, it's going to rock his world. But let me tell you what we're doing. He's going to either, either be intimidated or inspired. But mm-hmm. if he makes the right choices, he can grow to be a better man. I'm telling you. If he makes the wrong choices, if he makes the wrong choices, he'll always be a weak dude. I hope that he picks the route and say, I need my own shit. I got to make this happen, and I'm going to have my own. I hope he goes that route because I want him to win. This Mm -hmm. is his life lesson. It's going to be a doozy. But at least you know you taught him something indirectly, subliminally, Mm -hmm. because he out here fronting on your dime. Yeah. 
He got extra money in his pocket because he ain't paying all the bills. I bet all the bills you want him to pay, they didn't come to five six hundred dollars a month. Yeah, so about. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's no, that's no that's money. Nothing. So he got about an extra two thousand a month to floss. <laughs> it's a win for him though, baby. You gotta stop this shit. He went. Oh. <laughs> Yes, he, he went in. And if he wasn't smart enough, he wasn't even smart enough to save. Like, if you know you're doing a girl wrong or a girl knows she's doing a guy wrong, you've got to have a thing I call a plan. Mm-hmm. you got to save and stack just in case your ass get caught or the woman push you out or the guy push you out. you got somewhere to go. He don't even have a plan. How dumb can you be? Because he thought I was going to stick around. He thought you was going to stick around. And what he didn't know is that you found the nigga named T to the motherfucking K. Hey, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So let me call TK. You know, so let me call this brother. And that's one thing about me. I don't lie. Whoever Mm -hmm. calls me, I tell them the truth. And like I said, if he calls me, and said, TK, what I need to do, I would give him a whole blueprint on how to move. But you called me, and I have my, my loyalty is to you. And I appreciate that. Welcome. So my suggestion is, as soon as he leaves, for, matter of fact, tomorrow, tonight, get on the computer, start looking at storage bins, kind of far from the house, nothing that will bring him in the area. Mm-hmm. Kind of far, so that if he's around the corner, he ain't got to come around your house. Mm-hmm. You know, find a place to, you know where you can uh, have somebody move his bike. Don't quite sure you know somebody that can move his bike, put his bike in storage, put his things in storage, and send him the key until he has 30 days to pay the bill, or they're going to sell your shit. And it is. Ooh. Ooh. It's gonna be cold. That's life. That's there. You go. I'm glad you said it, and I want you to live your life to the fullest, young lady. Oh, I know. I know. You know, you move on from here. You enjoy your life. Remember what I told you: no niggas in the house. Mhm. They could come oh. visit. They got two days. They come for the weekend. Fuck them for two days, and they gotta go. Yeah, and in your conversation, yeah, and in your conversation, start explaining to men how you maneuver and mm-hmm. tell them that if you come to my home, no disrespect, can you please have something in your hand? Now, if a nigga go, huh, what? When you hang up the phone, never call that dude back. Because mm-hmm. if a nigga say to you, huh, what? That ain't the dude for you. Right. When a man Don't come with the hand Exactly. When a man comes to a woman's house, he's supposed to always have something in his hand. Always. And you let this dude come in your home just with dick, nothing, no money, no benefits, just probably a handsome guy. You probably was lonely, mm-hmm. and you fell for the bait. But as long as you got your, you know, as long as you fucked him as much as you wanted to fuck him, you kind of want in the way, you know, you look at it that way. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what, you know what, he, you know what, he, I fucked him enough. I'm good. I'm straight. It's time for him to go. 
Mm-hmm. Because I always tell people when guys have problems with girls, I say, you know, there's a group of college bitches graduating in June. What I'm here to tell you, Vane, there's a group of men graduating from college in June, meaning there's more motherfuckers in the city that would do right. And, that's true. and I have to tell you, like the last week since I've been through this trauma, they have been on me. I mean, yeah. it's like open And take season. everybody's number. Take everybody's number, but find, take your time finding out who's making moves. And what I mean by making moves, who's consistent, who has a job, who has benefits, go out to dinner with everybody. Mm-hmm. See how they dress, see how they smell. Don't take nobody with no teeth missing. Don't take nobody with horrible shoes. Um... I'm not materialistic. I don't think people should have a lot of money, but they should have something to bring to the table. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're a woman. You're a young woman. You got to have yeah. something to bring to the table. You know, you have to think of yourself. Like I said, I, you got to love yourself more than anybody in the world. And when you love yourself, no matter if that guy got big arms, uh, amazing smile, he smells good, you got to look past that. Like, I'm so past finance women. I see gorgeous women every day. Mm-hmm. But I know if I say something to somebody, they don't have their life together. They, I'm not, I, I don't want to deal with the bullshit that comes with it. Right. So I'm a single dude, but I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. I, I swear my peace. My daughters travel with me everywhere I go. I get peace of mind. Sometimes, you know, I wish I could sneak a girl in the room while they in their room. Like, you know, sneak a girl up in the elevator, get some. But I stay strong. I keep it moving. And I just focus on what I need to do for me. And it benefits my children. And mm-hmm. and all my kids are very successful. And I like that. And you have to sacrifice something. I sacrifice love. I sacrifice mm-hmm. being with um, a wife. I've never been married. I used to sling dick like a motherfucker in the 80s and the 90s. And, you know, I'm content. Mm-hmm. I might get some booty here and there, you know. I'll see what happens. But it got to be the right chick. And, oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. And never recycle. See, once you meet somebody and you truly dated them for a year, I mean dated, not seeing each other mm-hmm. off and on, about really dated, never recycle. That's a page in your life that you can't go back to. That's why you got to mm-hmm. turn the page, and you can't go back to that. Life is about progression. Life is about every year you should try to find something about you to better yourself, whether it's working out, riding a bike, um, um, uh, getting a better education, getting a better car, learning another language, going to a destination. But you have every year to the day you die. You have to say to yourself, well, January, this is what I want to do. Like I said, because life is about growth. Mm-hmm. It's, not about, it's not about being stagnated. It's about growing. And if you take these um, things I just gave you and apply it to your life, I guarantee you happiness and peace of mind. That's the key. All right. I'm going to take all of that in. I received all of that, and uh, I'm putting it down. Like you know, what city are you living in? In Richmond. Richmond, Virginia. Are you lucky, girl? Oh, uh, on the 26th of July, I'm doing the Funny Bone. The 27th. Yeah. 
In Richmond? In Richmond, Virginia. Oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'll give you tickets. Okay. Yeah, I just saw it on the calendar. So July 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, I'm at the Richmond Funny Bone. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> yeah, you you have a good show because I talk a lot of shit. <laughs> well, I've been a fan of yours for a long time anyway, but I just stumbled across your um, podcast um, when you were on The Breakfast Club. Yes. And so um, I was like, oh, I got to start listening to this. And every day, I mean, I have a, I shouldn't say it's a boring job, but people annoy me around me. Mm-hmm. So I listen to y'all, I, I mean, every day. Every day. Okay. And that's why I went back and re listened to some of your stuff and came up with a plan on what I was gonna do. So Right, I saw that and I felt bad because um being a father, which I take first because that's my first priority in life, is mm-hmm. being a great oh, father. Dad. Right? Mm-hmm. And then with me traveling and then I have companies that I run, my own company that and then I have a book that I'm working on and a script. So mm-hmm. with all these things and the people who I work with it becomes time consuming, and after a certain amount of hours, it's all about the kids. Because like, I cook, I don't have a a, a, um, a cook or nothing like that. I do the cook. I cook the the um, the, the uh, lobster tails and the vegetables, and get up in the morning, work out, and make sure I get back at times so I can fix their breakfast. It's really something that I oh, take pride in. I I truly love it. But mm-hmm. to also to talk to people like yourself and to um, help people out. I really look forward to it. And I normally take my time calling people back as well because I want people to figure it out. And that's mm-hmm. what you did. See, yeah. most people already know the answer. They just want to hear me tell them. But because I'm so busy, I want you to take the time to figure it out. And that's what you did. You went back and listened to how I moved and what I told other people and came up with your own conclusion. But now you're hearing it directly from me. We took it to another level. Yeah, you just confirmed it. <laughs> yes, as soon as he leaves, as soon as he leaves, have you go get some Mexicans in the area and go get a <laughs> truck, put all his shit in the in the truck nicely in the in the bag, plastic bag. I believe in hefty with the and get the ties. Mm-hmm. You get hefty bags and you get the ties. You put everything in the storage thing neatly. Mm-hmm. You put the motorcycle in there, and you have a car. In there, too, you'll send him a card. We'll use that with the king. But when he opens up the storage bin to get that stuff, you're going to have another card. And that card with some perfume on it, you're going to say, I wish you well. And that's it. He'll remember that for the rest of his life. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hurt. But he needs it. And the people he here in this show needs to hear it. It's not a game out here. You know, these guys got to get their stuff together, and I want them to win. I, I, I'm doing this because I want him to win. See, I'm yeah. hard on people because, like I said, you can go either way. You can you can bitch and cry about it, or you can say, you know what, it's time for me to man up. Mm-hmm. Two and things going to happen. That's what mm-hmm. he has to do. He, he got to man, man up. up. And he's going to appreciate you. Oh, he's going to call you. He gonna call, but you gotta stay strong. He gonna know, call. I'm gonna definitely change my number too. Yeah, change your number. I want to take it another step because I don't trust people today. I want you to get a restraining order. 
against him as well. Just in case he comes knocking on the door, banging the door, you can call the police and he can get arrested. Because men are here. Sorry, sorry. Because men are here today or week. Mm-hmm. They're not strong, you know. They're strong when they live in somebody else's house and got heat and gas and hot water. But take all that shit away from him. Nick start losing his mind. So I want you to do that just like my aunt used to always tell me, CYA, cover your ass. Yeah. I will, well, I will so. definitely consider that. Um, no, no, no. It ain't considering. You have to do it. Okay. Yeah. And, and, I, your, and the only thing I said that. Yeah, it, it, no, I think about it. Yeah, you're right. Um, oh, and another thing is that I do have protection. He knows that I'll, I shoot. Um, yeah, but you don't want to shoot. You don't want to shoot nobody. Yeah, I don't. Only, I don't. only if he breaks into your home. But get the um um re, re, um what's the thing? Get the restraining order for insurance purposes. Because if you do have to shoot him. They'll see why, and you have protection. Mm-hmm. And make sure you shoot a warning shot first in the sky. Mm-hmm. Because when you shoot a warning shot first in the sky, and then you shoot the person, it helps you in court. Okay. I, I hope it would never come to that. I hope it never comes to that as well. You're absolutely right. I do have to cover myself. Always remember that, baby. To the day you die, you first. Me first. As my you mom first. always used to say, if it's going to be me or you, and it ain't going to be me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'll see you. You got my number. This is my direct line. Um, okay. Make a note on your calendar to come that weekend to the fight phone. I have two tickets for you. And this is my direct number. I'm about to take my kids to go see Spider-Man. So, oh, okay. Um, Enjoy, because I heard it was good. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. And may your pain be champagne, beautiful. What's your name? Oh, uh, Can I give you a fake name? Yeah, you give me a fake name. <laughs> uh, Yami. Yami, okay. Mm-hmm. So Yami, may your pain be champagne. I wish you the best, beautiful, okay? You got my okay, number. Stay in touch. All right, and I'll see you in a couple weeks. I'll right, take it. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.